1: You know, down in uh, down in Texas, uh, it's like a hundred degrees. Up here uh, in the uh, mountains in the Mountain West, it was uh, frost everywhere. I can't, I I don't know how to work the heat in this studio. So it's about thirty degrees in here. Um, but uh, we're having possible blackouts coming our way in uh, in Texas and around the country. So they just say turn your heat up to uh, 78 if you didn't do 78 that would be good um and you know a little higher if you know if you can oh okay i like that sure Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens, our sponsor this half hour. Rough Greens, it's great. You put it on, it's a supplement. You sprinkle on the dog's food. Uh, Uno eats it every day. And I've seen a, a major change in his eating habits and also his activity level. He loves it. Your dog will love it too. Get a free bag. Start with a free bag of Rough Greens right now. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Do it now. 833-GLEN-33.
2: The Glenn Back Program.
1: Well, hello, America. Climate change, huh? Am I right? It's in triple digits in uh, Texas, which almost never happens except for every summer. Um, the, up here in the mountains, uh, where I am in the Mountain West... It is, this morning I had frost on the windows, which almost never happens. Of course, last year at this time we did have snow. Uh, Then it's raining in some places. Uh, And in the desert of Nevada, it's not raining. You see what I'm saying? It's out of control, completely out of control. What we need to do is get off all fossil fuels as fast as we can and learn to love the rolling blackout. Cause you know what? It's like living in Space Mountain. Life now is a roller coaster of fun. You never know what's coming next. Well, the program is coming next and we begin on rolling blackouts and shortages in 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about Anna. She wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, Relief Factor has given me my life back. I'm glad to hear that, Anna. I had a really, really bad problem with my back. It, it led to horrible back pain. I really had uh, bad back pain. It was keeping me from doing most things I wanted to do. But ever since I started taking Relief Factor, I've gone back to all of those things because the pain is gone. Thank you, Relief Factor. As they say, I'm a believer. Anna, thank you for writing in. I'm so happy to hear about your pain uh, being lessened or gone. Um, It's happened to people all over the country. So many people in this audience, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, have tried Relief Factor and have found relief. The three-week quick start developed just for you is $19.95. It's a $1 dollar a day like a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief. ReliefFactor.com. Oh, so, Stu. How are things in the great state of Texas? You know where gas and oil are plentiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not so great, but still better than everywhere else. Hmm. Hmm. So they're now saying that um, we may have a few problems with uh, the Texas power grid. There is absolutely no excuse for Texas texas to have a problem with the power grid none zero zilch power demand recently hit a record high in texas amid a severe heat wave Stu, would you call this a severe heat wave or would you call this summer Mm -mm. (laughs) yeah i mean it's um, uh, my son is in
0: the middle of a little league tournament so i've spent a lot of time outside in the 104 and 105 degree weather it is hot though we've certainly seen worse in texas
1: yes we have Demand for the power grid reached more than 75,000 megawatts on Sunday, surpassing a previous record of 74,820 megawatts, set in August 2019, according to the Electric Liability Council of Texas, which runs the grid for more than 26 million customers who compromise about 90% of the state's electric load. One megawatt can power roughly 200 homes in Texas during high demand and about 1,000 homes in normal weather conditions. Soaring power usage prompted by extreme weather has triggered concerns over vulnerability of the state's grid system following a deadly winter storm in February 2021 that left millions of residents without power for day for days. Now, Stu, help me out here. 2021. That was uh, around the winter of 2021. We're now in the summer of 2022 in your I mean, I know you're not a power expert, but in your mind, don't you think that's a problem that we could have fixed by now? You'd hope so. Certainly, that's
0: uh, what we were told was happening is they were going to try to address these things so that they wouldn't happen again. I mean, part of the problem with the power, I mean, when I moved down here to Texas, when we started looking at houses down here, this is back in 2011, there was a period of over 100 consecutive days, or 40 consecutive days over 100 degrees or something like that. I remember it being absolutely Uh ridiculous Uh for a really long period of time. So the heat is not really the issue. One of the issues is the fact that all these people from all these other states are moving here, which... You know, generally speaking, I welcome, as people come and experience, I think, a positive experience uh, overall. But it is, uh, you know, it's increasing the demand on the power grid all the time. And that's not a surprise to Texas. This has been happening for a really long time, and they need to be prepared for it, certainly.
1: So let me ask you a question. If you believe in all this climate warming bullcrap, okay, (laughs) Um, and you believe that the, you know, the, the world's going to die in a fiery flood and then we'll uh-huh. all be frozen to death because yes. it's climate change. It's not cooling or warming. Um, but you know that, um, you, you're absolutely positively, convinced that fossil fuels have to be destroyed mm-hmm. and the world's beaches are going to be gone in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the time to change is right now, and everybody's got to do their part. Do you, A, buy a beach house on an island? <laughs> that's the first question. Okay, that's A. Do you? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I w- that's A. Do I thought was going to be an
0: option here, but uh, uh, I will say no. You, if, if I believed that, I certainly would not do uh, something like spend millions of dollars to buy a beach house.
1: Okay, you wouldn't do that. No. Okay, if you believed that uh, you know at some point you're rich enough, and uh, you these greedy capitalists just don't need all these houses, all these places, and certainly all that square feet, would you buy a third house uh, in Martha's Vineyard, a giant mansion on the beach? On the island. Certainly not. That would be incredibly hypocritical if you were Good. to do such a thing. Right. Well, not just hypocritical, stupid, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, you think that, you know, people are and you're going to die. Your whole family's going to die. The whole house is going to be wiped out. Mm hmm. And it's all because he couldn't get a uh, well, I'm using just an example. I'm not talking about anybody specifically, Mm -hmm. Um, but let's just say you were the president in 2008 and you were talking about a a cap and trade system because you had to get rid of uh, coal and gas and, and all of these fossil fuels. Right. And you knew that if you did that, your your prices for electricity would necessarily skyrocket mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so would you would you then just say hey this is a consequence of what we're doing and we have to do it because my house is going to be under my extraordinarily large ostentatious house on martha's vineyard will soon be underwater so we got to get off all of this this uh, electricity and and everything generated by fossil fuels correct sure you'd be right there right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you were right there would you put in would you request a 2500 gallon commercial propane tank and have it buried in the sand like you're some sort of weird pirate uh but it was it's such a big propane tank that the city council says We've never seen anything or anyone ask for a propane tank that size. Would you think would you be a little ashamed to maybe go to the city council and ask for that in this completely hypothetical
0: example that you're citing? Um, completely. I think that person yeah. would come off as incredibly hypocritical and almost It almost would seem as if they didn't believe a word they said, and they had other motivations for hyping uh, climate change for
2: those
1: years. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you thought of the people who this winter are going to be shivering because they can't afford natural gas or coal or whatever. Um, they can't afford anything any electricity to heat or any oil or any gas to heat their home and you're sitting there in nantucket having a lovely time uh on christmas uh which by the way is a holiday that uh is about individual salvation and you've been you know you've been uh, talking about collective salvation which is not has nothing to do with christ but you're sitting there by the christmas tree celebrating christ and his birth which brought us individual forgiveness and salvation do you think maybe you would feel a little less warm inside (laughs) even though you'd be toasty warm because you have the propane tank Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it seems like if you believed in collective
0: salvation, these are the last types. You wouldn't want to do these things. You'd want to make sure you gave away all your wealth and and uh, went down those different roads, which doesn't seem like this hypothetical person is interested in.
1: Yeah, yeah. You certainly wouldn't do it right now when everybody is struggling. Mm. But hey, hey, I'm just making this up. I don't know of anybody in Martha's Vineyard that has a big mansion uh, that's right on the beach, who believes in global warming and believes we're running out of time, uh, wanted to get a cap and trade system. So your energy prices would necessarily skyrocket um, and then thinks that climate change is so important that we stop all natural gas, all coal. All fossil fuels, and is bearing the largest tank anyone in Martha's Vineyard uh, has ever seen. But I don't know anybody specifically who might be doing that. Oh, and and also it was former president. But that's just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the other thing too about the propane is like Martha's Vineyard is not exactly filled with people who. Uh, they're not all like Barack Obama, right? They're not all public figures, they're all wealthy for the most part, but they're all they're not all public figures. They're not all even liberal. Many of them would have no qualms at all about building you know, burying the largest propane tank they could possibly think they could ever need. And the fact that Martha's Vineyard has never seen one the size of this is, quite the statement I mean, pretty remarkable they do pretty much yeah. whatever they now, want. if i
1: was buying mm-hmm. yeah if if i was buying a propane tank let's say i was buying 10 propane propane tanks and it's the largest that anyone has ever seen in the area and i was burying them all over my uh my farm in fact i didn't have any dirt left it was pretty much planting wheat on top of propane tanks i wouldn't be a hypocrite and uh i'd feel good i'd go to bed at night thinking okay my family and really probably my neighbors after we after we make our tractors run on natural gas That's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. But see, then I don't have the whole history of saying, oh, my gosh, it's got to stop. It's going to kill everybody because I don't think it's going to kill everybody. At least nearly as fast as no air conditioning or no heat. By the way, if you're in California or any place that is experiencing heat, um, I want to remind you, I know it came as a complete surprise that there would be heat in the summer but they're now asking you to keep your temperature at 78 a comfortable 78 so if you are Joe Biden you're set you're set because you like it about your age you know what I mean (laughs) Uh, I go up to my, uh, my wife's parents house and it is 80 degrees you know on a cool day it's 80 degrees in their house so everybody who's old they're going to love it. Everyone else is going to be like, what the hell is it? Why are, we, why are we suddenly living in India? I don't know. I can't hear you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the question. The baby's crying in the other room because I can't find baby formula. Back in just a second, 60 seconds, we return. But let me tell you about uh, my pillow. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I... I sit for a living, Uh, but even I like to be comfortable on the occasions when I have to get up and walk across the room. I mean, that's why my chair has wheels. Hello. But sometimes I do actually have to walk. That's why I have the most comfortable slippers on the planet my slippers. Mike Lindell took two years to develop my slippers, and they're made with three-tier cushioning system, two layers of my pillow foam, and a layer of impact gel that will ensure your feet will be comfortable and avoid fatigue. The slippers are made to be worn all day long, both indoors and outdoors, and they're made from really high-quality leather suede. Trust me when you say you're going to love these really durable and very comfortable slippers. But for a limited time, you can save $90 on these slippers, and... you can return them no questions asked 60 day money guarant- money back guarantee if you don't like them in the first 2 months just to ship them back and they also have a 1 year warranty so it, go to mypillow.com, get this amazing special right now. Mypillow.com, use the promo code BACK, and you'll save up to $90 on these uh, MyPillow slippers. It's 800 966 3117, 800 966 3117, MyPillow.com, use the promo code BACK. 10 seconds, station ID. As of yesterday, the AAA uh, national average price for a gallon of regular, regular gasoline is now $5, $5 $5.01 per gallon for regular. Now, the climate czar, John Kerry, he is uh, he is seeing no reason that we should be doing additional drilling, you know, or, quote, go back to coal when did we leave coal Stu, can you tell me that what we're now going back to coal uh and joe biden told us he hasn't done anything so i'm there might be a little confusion here uh and probably on biden's part because he's senile but uh wh- wh- when did we get off coal
0: Stu? <laughs> well we're certainly not off of coal it has been decreasing uh pretty significantly since uh, around the mid-2000s uh it has gone down quite a bit mm. as a percentage of all u.s energy um and it has felt fallen mm-hmm. be- behind you know um, many of the uh, certainly natural
1: gas and petroleum yeah but we re- we replaced it right I mean, because it would be insane for a country to say like, uh, hey, um, these grocery stores are great and we love them. And the trucks that bring them in, you know, bring all the food 12 times a day to these grocery stores. We have the greatest system, the greatest system in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be insane to say, but I'd like to reimagine the grocery store system. So I'm going to build other grocery centers Not quite sure if it's going to work. A lot of people say it's way early to do that. But I'm going to close down all of our grocery stores and accelerate this process of reimagining how groceries are sold in America. That would be insane. So we have more than enough to replace it with. Right. Well, Glenn, the good thing
0: is, you know, there were years in the past where 80 percent of our energy uh, came from fossil fuels and obviously we've invested a ton mm-hmm, in renewables over over the years and now we're at the point Amen. where we've made real progress and now 80% mm-hmm. of our uh, energy comes from fossil fuels um which wow we've made a real impact yeah i mean it's yeah it's still i mean it's 80 percent still but that's not i you know now it's a different kind of fossil fuel and and that actually has made the difference when it comes to emissions and we've got we've gone from coal to natural gas that's basically the change we've had some increase in renewables
1: almost no increase at all in in which would make a real difference natural gas Yeah, we got to get rid of natural gas. I mean, except for the pipeline going to Obama's uh, beach house. But if we can just get rid of Obama's ranch, I think, I mean, uh, uh, natural gas, I think we will be absolutely uh, will be absolutely fine. Hey, by the way, another good idea. The governor of um, of Washington state, along with uh, many of the people here in Idaho, are thinking about getting rid of the dams you know the hydroelectric dams Mm -hmm. seems to be the new target they're thinking about getting rid of them yeah um and uh, you'll be happy to know uh your power your electricity is you know whatever get over it you fat head you've had enough days of ease okay we're talking about salmon can salmon really prosper if we have all these dams the answer we all know i don't even need a study nope uh-uh, they can't. And our salmon, salmon are people too. So if we didn't just get rid of those hydroelectric uh, dams on the Snake River, it's like, I don't know, four or five. Who's counting? But just tear them all down. Uh, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, we are going to be swimming with the salmon and uh, we can have never ending salmon. We can't catch it. We can't catch it. But we'll have never-ending salmon. The Glenn Back Program. Just fabulous, fabulous. Legacy Box. So Father's Day is coming up this weekend, and everyone always wants to fi- uh, focus on how hard it is to get something for Dad. I don't know. I think we're pretty easy, you know? Meet family. That's it. How about Legacy Box? Because it is family. This year, relive some of the memories of your childhood and also dad's childhood and your family's history Uh, by getting out the old pictures and the old VCR and everything else. Well, you don't probably have a VCR, but the tapes, all of that stuff that you haven't watched for years, go through it and put it in a legacy box. Stop having it trapped in a box where nobody sees. Now it can be on your TV. It can be on your iPhone. And there's nothing better than preserving and observing your family history. Legacy Box has a Father's Day event happening right now. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% right now. 50%. Legacy Box. Great for your family. Great for Father's Day. LegacyBox.com. LegacyBox.com. BlazeTV.com
0: slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV.
1: this is the glenn beck program i want to talk to you about an experience i had last night um uh here in just a couple of towns down from uh, my ranch i i uh, gave a speech uh on flag day it, it it was amazing every year this town has a flag day ceremony and people come to it. There were about a thousand people, maybe about 800 people there uh, yesterday. And they did this really moving ceremony. And uh, then I walk out and I talk to them. And the first thing I said was, you have to know how unique you are. I'm not sure how many towns across America are having a flag day free. Hey, everybody come to the high school for the, f- I mean, it, it felt like I was in the music man for a while. Uh, it was amazing. But I in talking to people uh, before the event, I I really got the sense that people are changing and are very concerned because, uh, uh, well, let me just talk to the politicians. Look. More and more, it seems like there there are two kinds of politicians and there aren't there's there's a big fat middle, but they're not doing much. And it seems like your choice is the burn it down Uh, group or the what fire group if the what fire group is afraid of the burn it down group you haven't seen anything yet because the left is wanting to burn it down they just do it wrapped in you know in crazy words that make you go oh no no seriously they just said they loved america the burn it down people Uh, love america many times love america too but they think burn it down and that's the worst idea ever but unless you stop saying what fire and you actually see what's going on the burn it down people are going to win uh because it's happening now in our small towns it is happening in red state america yesterday uh i told you uh about a a county that is as red as they come And yet there is a a prosecuting attorney that is changing things, not only in his county, but also changing, really. I mean, I talked to the sheriff up here and he was concerned. You know, I don't know how many counties away about this other sheriff, uh, you know, like two hours away. He said this guy is influential and he is changing the way law enforcement is happening. Uh, The sheriff uh, for Utah County. Uh, one of the most conservative counties in the country, Mike Smith, is with us now. Hello, Mike. How are you Good morning. How are you doing well i'm I'm good i mean i'm i'm a little concerned because I think this i'm using uh, your county as an example of what 's happening all across the country where you don 't need Soros coming in and uh, buying everything up some republicans are doing it themselves tell me why utah county of all places is beginning to look a lot like san francisco
2: yeah and i'm that concerns me as well that's a uh, that's a really scary statement and sad statement for uh, utah county because that's not us and recently we've had a prosecutor take office who uh, who brings these ideals in? That that I agree with you. They are Soros-based ideas. They're failed, pro- they're failed programs that uh, we've seen over and over again in large democratic cities. That uh, we, you know, they use them. Crime rates go up, and some for some reason, our prosecutor believes that if he brings them here to Utah County, he's going to have a different result, and he just isn't.
0: What is the feeling of the community right now as they see this going on?
2: You know I can tell you uh with law enforcement it's demoralizing. you know our officers are out they're working hard for their community. they are there for their citizens they uh, they love they love their communities they want to serve them they want to help them um, they they work tirelessly to to uh Bring crime and to uh, investigate these things and then they fall on the lap of the prosecutor and nothing happens and it's demoralizing and we see victims that are re-victimized through these programs you know and and as you look at You know, Utah County and you look at the Republican Party and we are very largely Republicans. You know, you look at the Republican platform and the platform itself says swift and certain punishments with just and appropriate penalties are essential deterrence to crime and victim rights are always superior, superior to criminals rights. And we have a Utah County attorney who doesn't follow that platform yet. He he runs on it. He, He he is not a Republican
0: uh we've seen a, over the past you know, what 20 years from the 90s or the 30 years i guess from the 90s to the early you know pre-covid uh 2020s uh, a real drop in violent crime but since at least the last couple of years we've seen that totally reverse and it has gone up what what is the cause about it and what can we do to stop it
2: you know uh, there's a there's a ton of things out there that you can say is the cause about it but uh to stop it, I think everybody needs to be engaged. You know, as we look at law enforcement, you see this movement across the nation, and it really is a Soros movement, you know, that this all cops are bad, and we're seeing it here in Utah County. We're seeing a, a county attorney who keeps, you know, pointing a finger at law enforcement, saying they're the problem, demoralize law enforcement. You know, there's, there's a reason why they're doing that. Um, so for me, I look at the at the situation, you look at our community, and you've got really a small number of law enforcement com- compared to you know the citizens that they're trying to serve and so for me the answer is we're all on the same team here let's work together um, as citizens law enforcement we we are begging for you to be part of our team to help but combat crime
1: sheriff i i really get the um, uh, the impression that um, the people are on your side and on the side of the cops. Uh, but these activists, and you don't need um, uh, George Soros. When you've got somebody like David Levitt, uh, you've got real problems because he's he's got a family name. He's one of these guys, like in Texas, we have the Bushes. He's one of these guys with the name. And so everybody's like, oh, I know that family, or I know those names. Uh, and they're not paying attention to what he's doing. And he's got a good... Uh, shell game going on as his, his press conferences he says oh no we you know we got rid of the special victims uh, unit uh which is you know on sex crimes and abuse and everything else the really nasty stuff uh we got rid of that because uh, we found an easier way to do it you you, you see that f- what i've heard you have never had cartel members in your county and you have them now and people aren't afraid because they're watching what he's doing in the office is all that true it is you know we we look at the svu unit and and he
2: did dismantle it he you know we so the part of it that i guess is a little uh, untrue is he, as a as law enforcement, we still have an SVU unit. You know, we're pressing forward. We push out to our, our employees, our officers. You do your job. Do your job regardless of what David Levitt chooses to do. You do your job, and he can answer to the people for his inaction. So we push forward. He's pulled his prosecutors out of it. You know, it was. It's a model that's, it's, that's used across the nation. It 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 is a model that works, and he. He pulled these prosecutors out. It used to be when you had a sex crime, they would, from the minute this crime was reported and a prosecutor was involved all the way through the process. So that when these came to court, we didn't have a, a prosecutor who is opening up a folder and looking in the case for the first time, you know, five minutes before it goes to court and that's what we have now we have untrained prosecutors that he's put in these positions that uh have a, a stack of, of cases that they're looking at five minutes before court and they're not involved in the case and so you get what you pay for in that scenario as far as cartels cartel is... oh go ahead go ahead no go ahead as far as cartels go you know we have had tough on crime um with our our Major Crimes Task Force, we work hard. And these cartels, you know, I, some people may get in their mind, oh, you know, it's, it's drug users. It's, you, you have to realize that cartels operate like Fortune 500 companies. And if they're looking at their liabilities, their risks, all these things, okay, I'm looking at an area where, you know what, the risks are low. So business is better here, and so we move business here. We've always been able to to be really tough on them, and we still are on the law enforcement side, but they're just not getting uh, prosecuted properly. And so the risks are low, and, and they they flow to where business is good and risks are low, and that's what's happening.
1: I, I have heard, and I don't know if this is true, that on arrests, some officers are being told that, they kind of almost laugh and go like that's fine i'll be out soon i mean it's starting to sound like new york
2: yeah that that's happening and even worse than that We're having, um, you know, especially when you talk drugs or other things, our officers are arresting people, they're resisting arrest, they're assaulting our officers, and then the county attorney won't prosecute on those crimes. So if you assault a police officer, there's no consequences. And when we ask this, we ask, and this is the response we get, well, it will confuse the jury and our jaws were just our jaws are are dropped and we're going what are you talking about somebody selling crimes in our community an officer tries to arrest them they don't want to be arrested so they fight the officer how is that con- confusing to tell a jury
1: i don't know but i i have to tell you this is uh, you know i've i've made light of of this or i've brought this to light uh, to the national audience Because I think this is happening in our communities and people are not aware of it and you you don't need George Soros when you have these um, these Republicans who I, I don't know what his deal is I just know. He is not the Republican that he makes everybody believe he is. I mean, they the whole family has always been squishy, um, but this, there's something really wrong here. He is um, taking felonies and pleading them down to misdemeanors. This is going to create a New York City or a San Francisco or a Los Angeles kind of crime wave if it's allowed to continue. Am I wrong?
2: No, you're not wrong. And it's, it's, you know, when you, t- when you talk about taking felonies and bringing them down to misdemeanors, you know, he'll put out this narrative that he's, he's prosecuting the worst. He doesn't do plea deals. Well, he absolutely does. He, he is smoking mirrors. He's doing plea deals before they ever hit the court. He's, he had one of his friend, uh, legislators run a bill. It's, it was uh, HB 300 a couple years ago, gave the prosecutor the ability to drop these felonies down. He, does it continually Uh, and so they're he he's dealing them away before they ever get to court you know he says he doesn't like pleading. is it true
1: one more i'm sorry to interrupt but one more quick question here because i've only got about uh, 60 seconds Um, is it true i saw a case where a grandfather was molesting his granddaughter felony and he decided to drop it down to a misdemeanor because he was concerned what that would do to the grandfather. Is that true? Is that, did I read that case right? No,
2: you read it right. Unfortunately, that is true, and it's sad. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'll tell you, what, what do you say about a prosecutor who, in a press release, makes a statement that the criminal justice system is the greatest threat to American freedom that we've seen in a generation? What do you say about that?
1: he said that he said that and I don't don't know Uh,
2: (laughs) yes our criminal justice system isn't perfect but you know I'd put it up against any system in the world this is America and I I can't believe he would he would say something like that
1: We're talking to Sheriff Mike Smith. Um, Thank you very much, Sheriff. I appreciate your honesty on this. Um, I, I will tell you, look, you have to decide who to vote for. But I'm telling every city in America, you better look at what's going on in your town. It, because it's coming disguised as a Republican. And these states are starting to fall one by one because you're not paying attention to what's going on in your own. And, you know, we like to believe that, oh, well, we can trust them. You have to get the word out. People uh, people are, are not necessarily who you think they are. Uh, and this prosecutor is uh extraordinary in my opinion extraordinarily dangerous his name is david levitt uh and uh the whole levitt thing is i mean all of these all of these institutional families enough is enough enough is enough back in just a second let me tell you about our uh our sponsor this half hour. If I can get back to my uh, back back to my page here, uh, our sponsor is American Financing. If you think that banks are hard to deal with now, hold on to your wallet. Uh, the average thirty-year uh, mortgage is now six point seven eight percent, and they are going to raise. We believe today the Fed's going to raise the rate another 3 quarters of a point. Things are going to get tough. Please call American Financing do it today. Lock in a rate. Lower your you lower your interest rate on your credit cards. Let them help you. 10 minutes on the phone 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth.
1: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad that you're here. Uh, We have the Supreme Court rulings coming up. Um, uh, a little later on in the program, in fact, they uh, they should be happening uh, in just a few minutes. We're not sure. I mean, I think John Roberts is putting the court in danger by not releasing uh, the the Roe versus Wade um, uh, verdict. What, what What are they going to do on that? Release that. You're putting everybody in danger. Um, but many of the people in Congress didn't seem to care. Uh, All Democrats uh, that voted against the bill to send protection to our Supreme Court justices, uh, all that voted against that were Democrats. What a surprise.